This is Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Listen in as we address your retirement concerns and provide insight to help put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, Retirement Roadmap Radio. Hi, folks. Thanks for joining us and welcome to Retirement Roadmap with Master Plan Retirement Consultants. My name is Evan and with me as always, Retirement Planner Mark Fricks. How do you know that you're ready to retire? A common question in our industry, perhaps even the question. However, there is more to consider than some may think. Retirement is a monumental moment in most people's lives, signifying the end of one stage and the beginning of another. Today, we will be discussing points to keep in mind as you consider your own retirement outlook. Mark, do you think most folks you meet with initially understand the full scope of what it means to retire? I don't think so. I mean, they've they've really never, most people have never voluntarily walked away from a paycheck. Um, Rarely have they. Uh, And so that's a monumental step. Um, I think it's just so many mixed emotions. It's funny. I was talking to a client this morning, and he's like six months away from retirement. And I said, "How are you feeling?" You know, and he's like, "He said it's weird." He said, I- "I'm excited, but but I'm also, you know, a little little scared." I know we have a plan, and we've talked about all of this, but I- I'm just a little anxious. And I said, "Well, that's that's normal." Sure. Um, just a mixed emotion, you know. What's it going to be like? And 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 uh, you know, it's like. Um, the, the town inside the wall. You, you've heard stories, but you don't really know what it looks like. Right. So. Right. Well, we are certainly going to discuss briefly the financial elements to retirement and, and preparing and make sure you're ready there. Um, but more so, uh, wanted to, dis- to discuss some of the non-financial elements mm-hmm. of retirement preparation. Um, we will have an upcoming video um, and a- episode, depending on, on how you take in this content, of course, um, on a retirement checklist financially, so you can really go step by step. Is this taken care of? Is this taken care of? But today, it's going to be a little bit more of the other elements of retirement preparation that most people don't really consider until they find themselves in retirement. So, so very first and foremost, Yes, the most important thing is, are you financially prepared? And from our perspective, do you have a plan? Yeah, a plan takes so much of the unknown, uh, the anxiousness out of uh, anything. Um, You know, know, people that plan vacations, although you can get too detailed, I think, sometimes, right? But, But, you know, people that plan their budget, people that plan, you know, whatever, um, it, it, it goes smoother, but it also gives you a peace of mind. Uh, and then if you have contingency plans, it, it's even bigger. So, yeah, having that plan takes a lot of that pressure off, things like that. I don't really understand, Evan, how people, um, you know, the, I, just, I talk to an everyday lifer like, uh, yeah, I retired last year. And I'm like, great, you know, what what'd you do to prepare? Well, I just turned in my resignation, turned on Social Security and everything's, you know, going pretty well. And I... And maybe they operate that way. Maybe, maybe that's their, you know, way of looking at life. I just, I find that disconcerting <laughs> if I were to do that. Sure, and I think it's becoming more and more difficult to do that. Um, no matter how stable you are, we've mentioned many times before, this is not our grandfather or father's retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a completely different world that we're living in. It's not. We don't have the the same pensions we used to have. Um, honestly, Social Security and a pension combined. Probably took care of most people's situation. Many, yep, many, many, many times, and that, and now you get you know the the complexities of, of of taxes, and so much of our money now. I mean, you know, when you had a pension, you pretty much know what your tax was going to be. Right. 
based on how much money was coming into your pension. But with an IRA and 401ks and all that and, and, and required minimum distributions uh, and every, you know, as we talk about in our tax class, the ever-changing tax laws. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you may have it figured out today, but they're written in pencil. Yeah. And they're going to change every couple of years based on who's in Washington and, and what's going on with things. I, I cannot tell you how many articles I've read just in the last month about Social Security. Mm-hmm. What can they do? What are they going to do? Oh, this is what I think they're going to do. This is what I think. You know, nobody knows. Right. Congress doesn't know. They can't agree on anything, you know. So it, it's just so much more complex. And also it's a more volatile world, but it's a more volatile market. Absolutely. And, and so when you're dealing with markets, I mean, if you look at the history of the last this 20 years versus the 20 years before, um, you know, we've talked about this before, the average return from 80 to 99 was almost 18%. Worst loss was 10. Well, the last 20 years, we've been averaging 6%, so a third, and the largest loss in one year is 36%. So yeah. it's just, a, it's so many more pieces coming together. Like you said, it's like, you know, when you're a kid, you get these little wooden puzzles, and there's 10 pieces. Yeah. Well, now retirement is 500 pieces, right? Yeah. And you get get all the little pieces into place. Yeah. Well, and there's so much more, like like you said, pensions are disappearing, but those are defined benefit plans, meaning you know what you're going to get in retirement. Right. We don't really have those that much anymore. Now we have defined contribution plans, 401ks, 403bs, everything else, meaning you know what you're putting in it, but you don't know what the performance is going to be like. Right. You don't know what you're going to end up with. It's a lot harder to, to plan with those kind of uncertainties. Excellent point. And, and of course, as we've talked about before as well, having a mortgage on your IRA, mm-hmm. you know, some of that money belongs to, to the IRS. And we don't know how much, depending on when you take it out and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, this is not a, a show or a program about that, but it's just kind of feeding into how do you do this without a plan? And I think it's getting harder and harder. Yeah. I mean, and that's just, we were talking about one spectrum of financial retirement planning. We haven't mentioned long-term care strategies, legacy goals. Um, Are you supporting anyone at home? Do you have kids that rely on you? Do you have parents that rely on you? Uh, All of these things, uh, I think, Seek professional help. <laughs> uh, find a holistic. Maybe more way planner. than one. In more way than one. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, it's not something that you want to take lightly, and you certainly want to be prepared. Uh, but again, we're going to do a full checklist episode for the financial side of retirement planning. But the next point I want to go into: Are you emotionally prepared to leave your job? Well, what does that mean? Some people, especially long careers our identities can be wrapped in to our careers and our jobs. That's where we find our identity a lot of times. Um, are you emotionally ready to change? Yeah, think about it. I know, I know most of the time when I meet someone new, one of the first questions one of us asks the other is, what do you do? Because mm-hmm. oh, that's yeah. kind of who we are. Um, so, so we can be wrapped up. This is mm-hmm. kind of my identity. Uh, this is who I am. Yeah, this is what I do. I'm proud of it. Uh, I've got a great team. I've, I've climbed the ladder or whatever. And so it's achievements, it's goals, it's uh, success. You know, we measure success by titles and money. Um, and so to, to kind of walk away from that, um, I don't think people realize the extent that that can affect them. Now, some people, not as much. You know, some of them are like, I'm so sick of this. I just want to get out. But others, they struggle with it. You know, and I've got, I've got one client I go to a lot because he is very good at voicing how it's going. And he's been retired about three years now. And I'll never forget one of the first things he told me after retirement, and I think I've mentioned this before, is um, I, I miss my friends. I miss 
the, the my comrades, he's, yeah. he called them. I miss the, the, the many women that work together on projects. And, and again, having goals for today and this week and next month. And, you know, he said, I've got this long list at home, but it's just not the same. Yeah. And, and that's just one little component. It, it, it's just the, the, the anxiousness of how am I going to spend my time? You know, some people have this fear of, you know, am I just going to find myself sitting around the house? Am I going to, you know, I'm going to struggle to, you know, to find things to do? Um, what, what and, and as you know, we have long discussions with, with new clients and clients that are approaching retirement about how are you going to spend your day? And, and many times they're like, um, well, uh, travel. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that a lot, you know. Well, it's, you know, unless you've got a lot of money, you can't travel every week and every day. And so that is good. But, you know, maybe it's we start bringing up ideas. You know, mm-hmm. what are your hobbies? Um, you have children. You have grandchildren. Where do they live? What parts of the country or world or whatever? Um, you know, do you have a hobby that maybe you could maybe make a little money from? Maybe create a little business and have a little tax break or whatever. And so we start kind of picking their brain and, and pulling that out. Because, again, emotionally, they don't know what it's going to be like until they get there. Right, right. Well, and, of course, if you're burnt out on your job or emotionally drained, that also is a good sign that you might be pretty uh, pretty ready for retirement or at least uh, altering what, what employment looks like, potentially part-time, yeah. or if you want to ease into that transition. That's a good point because a lot of times people say, I just can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm only 63. I don't want to quit work. I'm not stopping. I, I pass out or die or whatever, but I just don't want to do this. I want to do something to where I am financially free to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, think of uh, another client. She uh, She's single and she loves gardening. So she went to work for a local nursery, you know, and, and, and dealing with plants every day and, and the types and learning more about plants and, and things like that. Um, uh, other people I know in our area at a certain age, you can actually take college courses um, for no cost. Now, you may not get credit for them, but I would love to go learn culinary arts or yeah. something like that, learn how to cook or whatever. So a lot of these discussions, because again, I think it comes down to how you plan to utilize your time. I think that can make you anxious if you're not really sure. And maybe it takes a few months to figure it out too. And that's okay. Um, but you, that's something you've got to settle on. Or I've, I've seen uh, again, I've seen clients come in here like six months after retirement, and they have aged after I've been seeing them for five years before then. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, and I think a lot of that has to do with just kind of, you know, my goals are kind of gone. You know, I don't know if it's a hope thing. I think it's just uh, uh, less active maybe. Sure. Or, I don't know. You know, the mental can, can, can affect the physical very much. And so that's concerning to me when I, when I see something like that. And so um, it's, it's a very complex um, uh, situation. I think it could make for really a, a neat study. Maybe somebody's already done one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of putting notes together, too. I'm hoping that's going to be the next book uh, is that transition, not only before, but after and during and, and kind of what happens there. That's great. And I think... There are so many small things that we don't consider that are going to change, which brings me to my next point, replacing the structure of your life. When you're employed full-time, your life is structured very fully. Like You have a step-by-step to your day. When you take that away, you've got a lot of time to fill and to figure out how you want to do that. Um, how are you going to spend your time in retirement? You know, A lot of people talk about hobbies, which are great, but... Is that what are you gonna are you gonna pick up a new instrument and do that the whole time or play golf you know, every day? Or? Play, I mean, some people do. Some My father-in-law do, actually, <laughs> nearly. Um, 
Hobbies, part-time work we mentioned before is a good option, especially in something that you really find interesting and fulfilling. Mm -hmm. um, something that's challenging you to learn and grow in areas that you haven't before. Uh, we talked about travel. Volunteering is a huge one. Do something outside of yourself. Um, give your time and your efforts and your knowledge, maybe even um, something that you are uh, used to doing or you have a lot of experience in that you can pass on. Uh, volunteering is a great outlet. Um, cultivating relationships, I think, is one of the mm. biggest ones. We don't realize how social work is sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe we're not like best friends with our coworkers, but we socialize every day with these relationships and cultivating that, whether it's just with your family, your wife, your kids, your grandkids, or beyond that, the community at large, church, or what else, whatever else. We are social beings and that's a huge aspect to to mental health and physical health yeah. and i think i think getting outside your family is helpful too i mean if you socialize only with your family um i uh, i'm not saying that's unhealthy at all yeah. i'm just saying that i think it keeps you more well-rounded uh, i mean i've got clients everywhere from being part of the appalachian hiking club to uh you know going down to the local pool playing pickleball yeah that's a big one right yeah um you know just clubs organizations i had somebody recently they're very good at tech and websites so they're they're now the webmaster at their church you know and that's yeah. kind of their thing um but but that, that social uh interaction you're right it is so critical and if you shut yourself off either to yourself or even just to your family or maybe just to a couple i for a lot of people, that wouldn't be healthy. Some people, it may be great. It's, you've, it's, it's an individual choice, but that's things you've got to talk about and think about, and many, many people have not. Well, and we saw that firsthand in COVID when so many people started working from home. When we lost that social connection, uh, we saw the effects that it had on mm -hmm. mental health and, and emotional health. And Weight gain and, and, and alcoholism and... Sure. Uh, if it gets that bad, yeah, spending of a lot of money on a new pool, you know, all those kinds of <laughs> that may be that you know that might in, be the good part. If that's in your retirement budget, you know, but yeah, if we we can certainly plan for that. Yeah. Um, I want to do do want to take one quick moment, folks, to remind you to check out our website masterplanretire.com. We have multiple retirement resources, schedules to our webinars and seminars, um, classes that cover many different retirement topics. Uh, most importantly, there's a schedule now button where you can schedule your complimentary consultation with Mark. That's an opportunity to discuss your retirement hopes and dreams and goals and uh, to get some feedback on your own plan for retirement. So feel free to take us up on that. Again, that's masterplanretire.com or call us at our office 770 my next point is maybe <laughs> maybe the most important um, and it sounds really simple but I, you'll be able to attest how often this is overlooked make sure you and your partner are on the same page yeah and and, and again sometimes it takes somebody like us to actually get them to even thinking about being on the same page, mm -hmm. you know, and I've said this before, I'll have a couple sitting in front of, in front of me and I'll, I'll start maybe with, this, you know, one of the spouses, doesn't matter. And, you know, oh yeah, I've always wanted to live here or drive there or travel here or do that or learn to do this. And the spouse looks over at them and says, what? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I have no interest in that. And I didn't know you did either, you know, type yeah. of thing, which may be okay. If you want to learn scuba diving and your spouse doesn't, that's probably fine. But um, yeah, we kind of bring, I, I joke a lot about maybe we need a counseling uh, degree as well, because we've actually had one or two divorces 
because of retirement. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of a sudden you've got uh, a husband and wife at home together, and until that, maybe they both worked outside of the home, maybe one worked at home, maybe one was a housewife or a house husband or whatever, but all of a sudden you get two people coming together and you've not really discussed. I mean, I've told this story many times about my parents. Um, my mom, about two weeks later, told my dad, said, get out of the house, go to the garage. Mm -hmm. He had a big garage with lots of tools and things to do, but she said, you're in my way. You're driving me crazy. <laughs> so, and so yeah. he, he did. He worked on TVs part-time. He found things to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and they've lasted. Now they've been married like between 75 and 80 years. So it must have worked. I don't know. But we have had one or two divorces from people just getting in each other's way. Now, that probably meant they had issues before and, and all that stuff. But again, getting it out on the table, understanding roles and, and, and purposes, because even my mom, who was a stay-at-home mom almost 95% of the time, still needed purpose and goals and things like that and and you know whether it be with my dad or whatever but they learned how to kind of build those together yeah and i think that helped a lot too so communication uh talking not being afraid to talk about it not being afraid to to be have separate interests in fact i think it's healthy like we kind of mentioned earlier uh just be honest about that and uh, make sure though <laughs> that it fits into what money you have too you know if you're both talking about well we don't travel europe for you know for six months and you have Three hundred thousand dollars to last a lifetime. Mm -hmm. I want to rethink that, but you know, you kind of get the idea. Maybe go to uh, Vegas. Don't they have a lot of different casinos with different themes, like yeah. Europe and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. But anyway, not not to digress. But yeah, it's such a complex subject, and, and I know we're not doing it service, but we're trying to. Yeah. So yeah. Well, and emotionally ready for both people. Well, are they? Are you? For a couple, are you both retiring at the same time? Because mm -hmm. that can be. Um, a heavier weight if both people are experiencing um, all of the emotions and different uh, facets of retirement. And if you're both doing that at the same time, uh, we, we certainly have clients who do retire, the couples retire at the same time. A lot of them stagger because it makes maybe more sense financially and for their financial plan, but not always. Sometimes they re mm -hmm. retire together. Um, and just considering, okay, what is that initial um, hit, shock to the system, shock to the lifestyle going to be if we're both suddenly out of structure and out of and it just kind of cast away into this big open uh sea of time available time at the same you know, time yeah. Yeah. i actually three three clients come to mind immediately where they staggered and part of it was because of age you know one partner was older than the other and had been at the job longer and maybe the other one wasn't old enough to be on medicare or something whatever um but uh, one was about five years the husband retired five years before the wife did um so he learned to cook Mm -hmm. So she came home, dinner was on the table. And I, I've actually have two clients that, that that's, they, they, you know, honey, as long as you're willing to work. And, you know, the, the other partner loved what they did. So they kept working and, and you know, the husband learned to cook, you know, mm -hmm. and, and cook really well and would have dinner on the table when they came home, have the house clean. And so that's a way of saying, well, you know, I'm going to learn how this works. Mm -hmm. You love what you do, go a few more years, but they still had a plan. Yeah. They still talked about it. They still knew what they were doing. And so, um, yeah, I think that's a great point, Evan, is, is have one ease into it 
um, kind of learn how it works, um, whether it be, like you said, financially or emotionally, whatever it may be. And then the other one, um, you know, step in at some point later. And again, we could come into a lot of reasons financially why that might work better, but not so much about that today. But uh, again, I think... Uh, I think that's a good point, that, that emotionally, uh, they, the, then the first one that retired can kind of help the second one. Mm-hmm. This is what it's going to be like. You know, The thing I hear almost from almost every retiree is, um, um, you know, we, we're having a meeting, uh, ha- have a good weekend. Well, every day's a weekend, you know, yeah. whatever, you know, type of thing. So, um, so anyway, it's, yeah. it's, it's, again, it's, it's a subject that we probably should have had a guest, a psychiatrist or a psychologist or somebody that could Yeah, maybe we will feed, sometime. We should be, do that. Yeah. Uh, so the next point we touched a little bit on, uh, but I want to give a little bit more detail on it, plan for health. And that's maintaining, um, if you don't already have an active lifestyle, plan for that. and Use the opportunity um, to change your patterns in life if you don't already pursue an active lifestyle. And, and I don't mean that everyone has to be on a... Um, CrossFit competition team or anything else like that, even if it's just walking and getting your steps in daily. Uh, there are so many benefits that come with that. Longevity, of course. Um, even if uh, it could be social, so maintain if it's a team sport, like we discussed pickleball, <laughs> or even your walking buddies or something like that. Um, maintaining consistency uh, in, in a healthy lifestyle can carry many, many benefits. Obviously, the physical health, but we also know our mental and emotional health is directly affected by our physical activity. Um, the long-term potential, um, you could potentially save money on medical bills. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that goes a long way, um, especially being active. But the social aspects of it, too, um, it's hard to stress how important that is and, and how that can become a pretty easy and reliable way to create some of that social uh, interaction and, and relational cultivation that we mentioned earlier as well. Well, I, th- I think maybe a lot of people may not realize how much exercise they get from going to work. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, you know, other, you know, some people have very active jobs, some not so active, but even even an office job, you know, you, you walk around, some, hopefully you walk around some and you, you uh, get at least some steps in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if you just retire and sit at home and have no kind of plan at all, uh, I remember um, uh, my in-laws. They got a, they got where they started walking uh, before retirement. I guess in their fifties, and they, they religiously almost every day when they got home from work, they went for a walk, and it was healthy. But also they talked about their day and, mm-hmm. and shared with each other and things like that too. And then it just naturally evolved into retirement. You know, so um, yeah, I think I think that's huge. You don't have, like you see, you don't have to go join a gym or, or whatever. It could be something as simple as walking, biking, swimming is a big thing. I yeah. think for folks as we age, you know, it's easier on our bodies. Um, I've got a lot of clients that have quit jogging because it's not as good on your body, and maybe the cycling or whatever. But it's it's really what you enjoy doing. But more than anything, do it. Yeah, and if you can combine it uh, into a social activity again. What a great opportunity, and and for couples as well, it's a great opportunity. Like you said, the walking and and uh, reflecting on your life together, and just spending that time together. Um, there's a um, a kettlebell coach that I like follow some of his um, advice and and some of his direction, and he says um, to train like it's your job. And that doesn't mean that, okay, eight hours a day I'm training, but it means the consistency and dedication to the time allotted, that that becomes your job. And hey, guess what? If you're retiring, you've got a lot of uh, job time available. So uh, interesting uh, mental approach to that concept. Um, So the last thing I want to mention before we close out, uh, I didn't realize how close we were on time. Um, (laughs) Give yourself time to adjust. 
How are you feeling in retirement? Have an opportunity to reflect. Are there unexpected difficulties that, that uh, have, have arisen? Um, adapt your plans, set new goals, stay curious, and be easy on yourself. And that's kind of, I think, a way we can help a lot, too, because we have clients come in maybe a month or two after retirement, and then six months again later, or stay in touch with us. How's it going? What's going on? Not just financially, but again, what are you doing? How are you spending your time? Things like that. So that's, yeah. uh, that's kind of a checkup. And so um, I think that's, that is important as well. Yeah. Sure. Uh, well, just as we know, creating um, the value in a financial plan for retirement also what are you going to do with your days? So uh, we really appreciate you guys joining us today. Mark, would you like uh, to share any parting words? Just uh, bookmark the website, masterplanretire.com. Take advantage of the complimentary consultation. And remember, always plan well and prosper. Take care. This was Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. To schedule a complimentary consultation, go to masterplanretire.com or call 770-980-9262. Thanks for listening and remember, plan well and prosper. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services offered through Master Plan Retirement Consultants, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Mark Fricks and Master Plan Retirement Consultants are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.